everybody. Welcome to Making Sense with Dustin LaMontagne from Research Capital. My name is Bryn Griffiths. Dustin joins us as we slowly creep our way into the year 2022. Dustin, how you doing? Hey, good, Bryn. How are you this week? Fine, thank you. Looking forward to today's topic, which is sectors to watch. Where do you want to start? Well, I, th- I thought, uh, Bryn, we'd talk maybe today about the market, uh, the breadth in general. Um, just maybe uh, discuss, uh, you know, seven or eight sectors, which I think are, are going to um, have uh, some interesting um uh, circumstances posed to them this year and, and, uh, you know, what, what those sectors could be, uh, performing in terms of return. Um, I, I continue to, uh, like within, within Canada, I'm very bullish on the commodities, uh, sector. Uh, I think, uh, the run up in oil and gas stocks has, has, uh, uh really, really got some legs. Um, and mining stocks after after having a, a fairly steep rally in the first part of 2021, and then uh, you know kind of falling off and, and plateauing in 20 the, the latter part of 2021. I think they uh, the mining stocks have have a long room to go up as well. Um, when I look at the major theme of this uh, this economy, seems to be uh, you know trying trying to get the world off of commodities. And as a result, we're using more commodities than ever. So, yeah. uh, you know, the, you can, you can switch transportation modes, but you're just switching from one commodity to another. If you want to go electric, you're going to lose, use a lot of copper and cobalt and nickel. Um, so, uh, I, you know, I, I'm definitely looking towards, uh, those sectors, um, l- looking at sectors too, which might, uh, ha- have a, a top, tough go uh you know per, perhaps uh if we get a increasing interest rate environment that might be a little bit negative for utilities and, and real estate uh, of course uh, just making financing a little more expensive and that'll put pressure on on prices so uh from an upside i'm, I'm really bullish as i mentioned on commodities oil and gas and mining um with, within those sectors, I think, uh, in particular, natural gas and, and copper look particularly appealing. Um, so I, I will be having discussions with uh, with clients in, in regards to those sectors and, and what stocks and, and, and companies to buy. Um, the pipelines, in my estimation, look better than they, they ever have. Um, we, we can get very good uh, dividend yields. Uh, j- just to give you a couple examples, Pemina Pipeline at, at the date that we're recording here has about a 6.6% uh, dividend. Um, Enbridge is at, at around 7%. So uh, those those are really nice yields. And I don't see the, uh, in fact, I see those uh, dividend, those companies raising their dividends, not lowering them. Uh, I think cash flow is going to be robust uh, in the pipeline sector. And uh, e- even if a person just, uh, you know, over, over the next decade collects the dividends off that sector, you're looking at very nice returns, but I'm also expecting, um, good capital growth for some reason, uh, the pipeline stocks haven't participated in the, the share price run up that some of the other sectors have, and it's a little perplexing, but if you just use a little bit of a common sense and logic, if, if, if it's impossible to build new pipelines, it, it Thus, it makes the the ones in the ground more valuable. Right. So, uh, I think that's a good sector. Um, I don't have too many clients that uh, that that don't have good pipeline exposure at the moment. 
telecom, uh, I think that's still a good area for uh, uh, income. Not so much growth probably in the next uh, year. I think there's other areas for share price growth, but certainly for, for those clients looking for income, the telecoms uh, are going to present that. And, and also the defensive nature of that sector um, is always nice to, to add to uh, portfolio diversification. So, um, you know, outside of Canada, I think that uh, U.S. tech continues to look very expensive to me. Um, you know, if, if you're looking at a, a historical uh, price earnings ratio of the S&P 500 of around 12, and it's currently trading at 40, that's really on the back of the technology sector. You've got a lot of these stocks that are trading at, you know, 80 to 120 times earnings, which is pushing up the overall um, PE ratio of, of the S&P 500. So um, I think that's an area I'm, I'm staying away from. Uh, on the flip side, I'm looking at U.S. healthcare saying, well, that, that's a, a fantastic opportunity. Um, you know, within that, uh, within that complex, you've got pharmaceuticals, you've got medical equipment makers, hospitals and HMOs. So, uh, it's a, it's a sector I'm looking at definitely. Um, what about railways? People seem to be know, interested in railways. Yeah. I, I always like to have a, a bit of rail exposure in, in my client portfolios. I mean, uh, the best thing about rails is, uh, you, you can't build them anymore. You know, try, try, uh, try build a railway through any, you know, large, uh, urban center. It just wouldn't happen. It would be too expensive. Right. So the, the existing rail, uh, and rail to me, rail starting to look like pipeline. You, you can't build them. So the, the, the rail and, and the pipe in the ground has to be worth, you know, more and more year after year because it, it's still a very efficient way to ship, um, you, you don't have a more efficient uh, way to get goods from the coast to your, to your cities, to cities and towns across the country. There's no more efficient way than, than rail. Um, until air, air freight might get, uh, you know, cost competitive, but that's, that's a long, long way off. Uh, they would have to have bigger planes and, and cheaper fuel. Uh, and of course, uh, we, we all know what's happening with fuel prices. So, well, um, let me also bring this up because some people are watching airlines very carefully and airline stock because it seems to be, who knows where we're going with that, right? But have you been watching that as well? I, I know you are because you're very curious. Yeah, I've, I've tiptoed in, in my own investments. Uh, I, I've been buying uh, buying and selling a bit of airline stocks and, and for select clients that can handle the risk. Right. Um, and, and mostly on the U.S. side, I've, I've stayed away from uh, – the Canadian carriers. If WestJet wasn't uh, wasn't bought by Onex a couple of years back, I would probably own WestJet stock. Um, and Air Canada, I just don't like the government intervention at the moment. So, I've been looking at uh, a few few names in the U.S. Um, in, in particular, I've I've put a little bit of money into uh, into JetBlue and American Airlines. But um, you know, for for any particular client that's looking at that sector, I would really have to sit down and, and talk with them about it specifically. So, um, in in terms of the the airlines, you know, you've got increasing fuel prices and then the uh, COVID variants to worry about. Yeah. Uh, you know, at at the present, I think you know, last week there was something like. 
4,000 canceled flights a day or, or something like that, you know, where we were here about, about the third week of January. Right. So, um, COVID's a little out of control. Luckily the, the new variant doesn't seem to be getting people as sick. So, um, it seems like we're maybe uh, finally scratching our way to the surface out of this thing after two years. Anything Um, else we should touch on here before we wrap things up? Cause I know you're watching a lot of stuff. Yeah, no, I think just in general, it's, it's going to be a good year. Um, I, I wanted to talk just about uh, those li- little bit of sectors that uh, I, I think will will be good ones to watch and invest in. Um, not not a lot of changes. I, I don't uh, tend to uh, jump on you know the latest bandwagon fad type of investments because at the end of the day, those can can go up, but usually they come down just as hard. And I don't like to play that game. So. Uh, no, still no crypto, uh, in my client portfolios. And that's just the way I like it. I sleep better at night. So, okay. How do people get a hold of you? Uh, give me a call on my uh, cell phone, 780-905-7729 or, uh, by email dlamontang at researchcapital.com. People can also check out a website too, right? You bet. That's just researchcapital.com. Pretty easy. Hey, thanks for your time today. This is great. I know that we're going to be talking about supply chain woes coming up. And can we also talk a little bit about Bitcoin? I know how you feel about it, but I'd like to go there too and maybe uh, an episode or two coming up in a little bit. But thanks for your time today. Thanks, Brent. All right. Thanks for listening to Making Sense. Have yourself a great day.